0: Hello and welcome to Teach One. I'm your host, LaTonya Green. I'm here to share some of the lessons that life has taught me. I hope that it inspires you and encourages you. I hope that it truly blesses your life and I hope that it helps you along your path. Let's get started. So, this week's episode... Is about sharing your journey and not just your outcome. And I felt like this was really important because personally, I think people get a perception of what your life is just based on their limited view of what they have seen. Of what they've been exposed to and I think just sharing the easy parts or just sharing the positives or the blessings can sometimes make people think that it's supposed to be easy and um, it's not life is not easy When you are simply going through the day-to-day motions, sometimes that is not easy. But especially when you're trying to accomplish something in this world, whether it be for yourself or for other people, it's easy to look at other people's situation and their story and the blessings that you see them receiving and believe that it, it came without complication. So I feel like sharing your journey and not just your outcome is really important in that process. For my own self, I come from a very difficult childhood, a very difficult past. A lot of things have transpired that I had absolutely no control over as a child. And even in my teen years, I made a lot of choices about my life based on what I thought I knew. In my early adult years, I made a lot of choices um good bad and indifferent based on what i thought i knew or how i thought things were going to go looking at my life now it would be easy for someone to say oh it's not that hard you know to be a single parent look at her look at her kids you know look look they're adults and they're doing very well for themselves and they're making you know they're trying to make good choices out here in the world and trying to have a positive impact on people in the world and it might be easy for people to look at that and say oh her life has just been great from start to finish or to look at my faith and where I am with my faith and how I am led, led by my faith and by God. I'm not by any means perfect. I am not by any means what might be coined as a holy roller. I enjoy, (laughs) um, I enjoy C.C. Wine just as much as I enjoy Too Short. I'm keeping it 100% real with you guys. Um, But it had to be for me. It had to work for me. But I want to encourage you to share your journey and not just your outcome. I want to encourage you Even when you know people are looking at you in a particular way, whether they've written you off as someone who is just out here living wild in life and not understanding what led you to that point, not as an excuse, not as an excuse, but sometimes people think you're supposed to be a certain place in life based on their own experiences or based on their perception of what you had leading into that. We do make some choices sometimes where we sacrifice what we have for less, to be honest with you. But a lot of times we are also led into a particular way of life by what came before it. Okay, And I'm going to be real blunt, real upfront, real open and honest with you here. I've said to people a lot over the years, one particular phrase, and I think the first time I ever uttered it was, I was at my church, I was in a leader's meeting, and my mom had started attending the church that I was at, you know, off and on. And so some of the leaders had gotten to know her a little bit and they knew a little bit of her story. And I had a leader say to me during a meeting one day, well, I mean, I know you went through this, but you came out of it okay. You, you seem to be okay. And my response to her was, but I'm not, but I'm, but I'm not okay. I say that to illustrate that if I had gone down the path that my life was leading me on, I say this a lot to people. I should have been strung out, out on the street, prostituting myself, in an insane asylum, or dead. Statistically, that's where the statistics say I should have ended up, based on what I was dealing with, what I was going through at a very, very early age and throughout my childhood. I, that should have been where I ended up. But there was a lot of intervening by God. And that's that's really the truth of it. There was a lot of intervening by God. And I had to, along the way, make some conscious choices. Seeing what my life was, as I got a little bit older, and was able to start to make some choices for myself, Make some decisions for myself, stand up for myself in ways that I couldn't when I was six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. I had to make some very difficult decisions to start to make some choices and some demands, really, for me as early as 12 and 13. And I'm sharing my journey today because I want people to really understand how important it is for people to know that it's not always going to be easy, but you can still do it. And that leads me into your motives when you share things about your life or share your accomplishments or share anything really. You know, I heard... Oh, I heard a woman say one time, um, I think her name is Mel Robbins, uh, and I believe she's a coach. I saw her on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram, but she said that your social media is for you, and the minute she said it, I understood it. I understood it because anything that I'm posting, anything that I'm sharing, anything that I get on teach one to talk about it's for people and hopefully they're encouraged but it's really for me. It's really for me to fulfill something in my spirit that needs to be there. Social media, I put encouraging things on Instagram and things like that because I need to be reminded of it. I need the laugh or I need You know, to remember to say an affirmation for myself that day or I need to be reminded that even though life can be tough, I'm tougher. That even though you might be in a difficult time or a difficult situation, that you can still get past this point. And there is a lesson in the midst of it. There is a lesson for you to take away from that. My motives are going to always be to hopefully help others, but also to remember that I'm here trying to make sure I fulfill something that God has put on my heart. That's my motives. That's my why. Many of days even now, but especially when my children were younger, <laughs> I would wake up and be so tired and be so worn out and so exhausted, but every single day I still got up. Every day. I still got up. I got up when I was mad, I got up when I was happy. I got up when I was tired. I got up when I was energized. I got up when I was frustrated. I got up when I was proud and pleased. I got up every single day because I knew I had a job to do, and I did not give myself the option of saying, "I'm going to quit." I've I've said it out loud to myself, "I want to quit this job." I want to quit this job. I'm tired. I'm tired. I've said that when my kids were younger, I've said that now that they're grown and I work a ridiculous amount of hours. I've said it over and over. I'm going to quit this job. I'm tired. I'm tired. But I don't quit. But I don't. I keep getting up. I keep showing up. I keep doing it because I have a purpose in it. My motive in it is bigger than me. If your motive is solely rooted in just you, you're going to have a difficult time keeping going. You are. Because we can often want to give up on ourselves. I'm going to say that again. We can often want to give up on ourselves. And I can't speak for other people in this, but I'm going to speak for myself. I was thinking about this today. It's easier for me to make sure I keep a promise to someone else than it is for me to make sure I keep a promise to myself. That's raw truth. I wish it was different. I wish I could say that that wasn't true about myself, but it is. It's easier and I go out of my way and fight a hundred percent for other people and often don't give myself that same energy and what made me think about it was i was going through some paperwork today some old paperwork shredding old stuff um, and i have a bad habit or as they say now my toxic trait is i buy notebooks i write a lot of stuff in my notebooks I don't finish writing in the notebook. I misplace the notebook and then I go out and buy another one and the process starts all over again. I'm saying that to illustrate that today I came across quite a few old notebooks where I had written different things. um, And some of the things were things that I wanted to do for myself to stay focused on, to stay um, on track with. And as I'm looking at these pages, a lot of it is stuff that I'm still trying to do today. And these notebooks were from like 2016. (laughs) They really were. They were from like 2016, 2019. And here we are in 2023. And I'm still struggling with trying to do some of those things for myself and make sure that I'm doing them with the frequency that I really want to do them to the capacity that I really want to do them. And with the enthusiasm that I really want to have in doing them, I'm still struggling with that. But anything that was in that book or those books that had to do with something I wanted to do for someone else, it was done. It was completed. I finished it. So... If you're like me and it is often easier to make sure you keep promises to other people than it is to yourself, first and foremost, for you and for me, I hope that's something that you can change. I hope that's something that gets better for you. I hope that it's something that gets better for me. I hope it's something that I can follow through on. And making sure that I complete promises that I've made to me. Because anything that I'm doing for someone else, I should at least have the same momentum in getting it done for me. It's not true for me in this moment, but I'm still working on it. I don't quit. I don't give up. I don't know how to give up. I don't know how to quit. The only way for me to fail at something is to stop trying to complete it, to stop trying to achieve it. That's the only way for me to fail at something. And I really wanted to share the complete journey here, the complete journey, the ins and outs, the day, the daily reminders. I mean, I talk to so many people on a weekly basis and Giving them words of encouragement and giving them, you know, tips to help them move to the next level. And and trying to pour into them so that they feel, not just so that they feel, so that they know that they have someone in their corner who believes in them. Because anything that I say to or anyone directly, I absolutely mean it. Anything I'm saying, I mean it. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to give you the unfiltered truth. I'm going to give it to you as kind as I can when you need kindness, as blunt as I can when you need me to be direct, but I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to tell you where we're coming from, where I'm coming from, what I'm looking at before me. In all cases, any advice that I've ever given to anyone, it also comes with, I'm giving you advice, but you have to make the decision about your life. I'm sharing this with you because I want you to have a clear understanding and a clear perspective of what this is, what my journey is, so that you understand you are not behind You are not falling short. You are not. You are exactly where you're supposed to be to move forward. You are exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment. At this time, you're hearing what you need to hear right now so that you are reminded. Don't worry about where where anybody else is. Don't worry about what their life looks like. Don't worry about if they have more than you. If they are in a better position to launch from where they are. Don't worry about any of that. You are right where you're supposed to be. With anything that you have gone through, with everything that you have gone through, You're still here. You're still standing. You might not be happy in this moment. You might be frustrated. But you're still here and you're still standing. And there is the starting point. There, this moment, right? Here is your starting point. It doesn't have to look like everybody else's because you are not everybody else. Don't look at other people and compare yourself based off of their journey. You got here by a different path. You got here with a different background. Whatever did happen, whatever didn't happen, whatever you did get, whatever you didn't get, all of that played a part in your starting point. And here you are, still here, still standing, still trying, still trying to be encouraged. You might not be encouraged in this moment, but you're still trying to be encouraged. You're doubting yourself and other people who have had similar past Have already given up and you're still here you're doubting yourself and other people are wondering how you were even able to get to the point that you are at I have had parents that I have known for decades come up to me after my children were grown and they were raising their children doing different things, making more income than I was making while my kids were growing up, or they were had a two-parent household that they were raising their children in, and no shade to anybody, no shade, but it didn't turn out how they expected it to turn out with their kids. It didn't turn out that way, and I've had parents come up to me and say, how did you do that? How did you make it come out the way that it did? How did you manage to raise 3 daughters on your own with no support? No support from their father and have them turn out the way that they did? And on the outside looking in, it might look like if these if these families did not know me personally, and did not see some of the process on my journey. If they were just somebody who met me in the aftermath, when my daughters had already become adults and had achieved the things that they have for themselves, they would look at me and they would assume a certain scenario. They would assume it because they wouldn't know my journey. They would just see my outcome and think that, Oh, well, this should be real easy because if she was a single mom and she did this, I have a wife or a husband and we're making, you know, six figure income. We're going to do great. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you, stop comparing your journey to other people's. Those, those parents who came up and asked me that question And there were, there were quite a few, but those parents who asked me that question saw a big portion of my journey with my children and they didn't even see everything. They just saw what they were privy to in the process. They didn't see, especially, you know, the parents who had the two, two, uh, the two uh, mom and dad in the home, the, you know, the two parent household, they didn't see me trying to go to work and work 40 hours and attend all the school meetings and attend all the plays and all the athletic things and um, bring food for uh, the team dinners. And um, they didn't see the I'm sick at home and my kids are still being kids and there's no one there to relieve me. They didn't see the evenings when I wasn't dating anyone and home and dealing with my kids and then lonely and feeling lonely for companionship because it's just me and my household they didn't see those days they didn't see those nights they didn't see the moments where when I was dating someone where I had to make decisions or not had to but I chose to make decisions to not bring people around and still you know dealing with that and dealing with issues from my kids father and They didn't see all that. They saw me out in public with my kids when we were at church or, you know, at community things or at social outings and, you know, school stuff. They saw that. They saw that and they they knew that was hard, but they saw that. They didn't see all the other stuff. So people aren't going to always see your journey. But when you choose to share your journey, make sure you're sharing the actual journey and not just the outcome. The actual journey. I had a very dear friend tell me once when they bought um, the home that they're in now, that people just assumed that they just walked into it and they just had this home after they got married. And this person was telling me how they actually had to break it down for a particular person who was kind of getting a little feisty with them about, you know, claiming how easy it was for them and they always get this and they always get that, and they had to break it down for them and, and to walk them through. No, that's not how this this journey started. This journey started with us living in a two bedroom apartment with our two kids. Then, you know, us coming from the apartment to being in like a duplex where we were renting and living there and then getting into a small starter house. And then after years in that home, being able to be in the home that they're in now. But people see these big things in your life and assume it came easy for you assume it came easy for you and that's not necessarily on you but I feel like it's important especially for people who you're really trying to encourage people that you are that you care about their outcome I feel like it's important to share your journey and not just your outcome and share that you, you have to be motivated in the right place. You do. If your whole motive is to just get something because you want to show off. You're going to struggle with it. Because even if you get it. Even when you get it. It's going to be hollow. It's going to be hollow. I'm telling you the truth. Our motives play a part in our happiness. Our motives play a part in. You know. Us loving ourselves, really, if your whole motive is to just, if you're going to the gym and you're working out and, you know, you, you're killing it in there, but your whole motive is to just look drop dead gorgeous. (laughs) I'm not saying it's not something we don't think about. It is, we want to look good, but if that's your only motive, then it's going to be hollow even when you get it. It'll be hollow because you can be fine. You can be fit and fine. But if all you are is fit and fine because you want the attention, it will be hollow. Listen, I go to the gym. First and foremost, I go to the gym because it makes me feel better. It really does. I struggle to get there. I struggle when I'm there sometimes. I struggle when I'm working out at home. I struggle. It's true. But I go because first and foremost, it really makes me feel better. Those endorphins kick in. It clears my mind. It allows me to not have so much chaos going on in my mind. It clears my mind. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel stronger. It makes me feel empowered. Secondly, secondly, it helps my body physically. I struggle with some ailments and it actually helps my body. It strengthens me and helps areas that I need some help with. Third, it helps me to have a slimmer waistline. I want a slimmer waistline, not just because it happens to be appealing in some aspects. And I say appealing in some aspects because just the way I am today, hey, I, I look good. I'm I'm telling you because I'm in love with me. I'm in love with myself. I don't need anybody else to be in love with me. I look good the way I am today. So I'm loving who I am today and I'm going to love who I am tomorrow. I'm going to love the changes just as much as I love what is in front of me today. If that offends you that I love myself, I apologize for you being offended, but it's not going to change the way I feel about me. So, lastly on my list is being fine. Because I'm fine either way. A, it is what it is. I'm hey. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to feel about yourself. I hope you feel that confident about yourself that you're saying, I love who I am either way. I don't need someone else to think I look a certain way for me to feel like I look a certain way. And the last thing on my list when I go to the gym is trying to be a certain shape or a certain size or have a certain part of my body look a certain way for someone else's benefit. No, it's all for my benefit. It's all for my benefit. And I'm here in that place today, but I was not always in that place. I was not always in that place. That's not how my journey started. With my fitness journey on that line. Share the whole part so people understand that you didn't just wake up one morning and become this person that's in front of you. If you have kids, if you're teaching, or even if you're just involved with other people in life earlier on in life, showing them you cannot just say, I'm this person and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and that's who I am. You have to practice it. You have to put it into practice every single day. I've heard the saying, fake it till you make it. I'm going to give you something else today. I'm going to say, believe it until you achieve it. You believe that you're that already. Until you're standing in the mirror and that's what and who you are. Believe it until you achieve it. If you want to be, if you want to be seen as, as an attractive person, just in general, but you don't see that for yourself now, wake up every morning and say, look in that mirror and start talking to yourself about what you do like about you, what you do love about you. Start there. I love my eyes. I love the shape of them. When I look into my eyes, I feel like I'm looking at my soul. Whatever. You need to be honest with you about the positives. Don't stand there tearing yourself down. Don't stand there talking negatively about yourself. I don't care if all you like about yourself is your fingernails. You like them. Start there. I started there. I started there. That's a part of my journey. I started there. Making sure I was reminding myself of all the things that I find beautiful about me until I saw the whole picture and understood that all those little things add up to the whole and that's why I can say yep no matter what extra pounds or not I still look good whatever the issues oh I got a blemish today oh I got a scar right here I still look good I can stand in the mirror and say I'm tired I have days when I am probably not in the best mood. I have days where I'm probably a little more snippy than I want to be. I have days when I don't feel like talking to a whole lot of people, but I'm still a good person. I'm still a person who is invested into pouring into other people. I'm still a person who you can count on. 100%. I am still that person. I am still proud of me. Even on the days when I don't get my whole to do list done, I'm still proud of myself. Still. Even on the days when I don't make the choices that I know I need to be making, God still loves me. God still wants the best for me. God still is going to bless me. He's going to teach me some things, but he's still going to bless me. That's a part of my journey. I've made some choices in my life that I'm not even going to say I wish I could go back and change. Because if I changed anything, it would change who I am now. And I'm proud of where, where I am. I'm proud of who I am. I want you to learn. If you don't know now, if you are not now, I want you to learn how to be proud of yourself. I want you to learn how to be able to look at yourself and love the entire package of who you are. You don't have to love how you got here, but don't be ashamed of it. It's what made you who you are. It's what got you to this place. And even if you're not in the place that you want to be, you are clearly in the place that you are trying to move forward in your life or you wouldn't be listening to this. And I'm telling you the truth. Or you would not be listening to this. Because anybody who is not trying to build themselves up in some type of way would not be listening to this podcast. You are where you're supposed to be. And I'm not putting those accolades on me. I'm telling you what I feel in my heart that God has put on my heart for this podcast. This is a podcast Where I am invested in trying to help people learn from where I've been. Help people learn from where my guests have been. Help people grow. Help people advance in their life. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. The entire purpose of it. I love what I do with PC with LG. Being able to directly impact families and parents and children. I love it. I love it. That's one of my jobs. I love my daycare. I love the babies' lives that I have come across, the young children that I have been able to meet and impact, and they've impacted me and become a part of their families, and they've become a part of mine. I love what I do. But I'm going to tell you the truth here. I work over 60 hours every week. That's without teach one. I work over 60 hours each week. I do teach one because it's something that God put on my heart to do. It's something that God spoke to somebody else years and years ago. If you've listened to all the episodes You've heard me talk about this young lady, um Kier Black, who she was on one of the episodes. I can't even remember which episode, but um you heard me mention that she actually asked me about doing this podcast years before I even began years before I even really put into a practical concept in my mind of this is something that I was going to do or could do because in my mind I didn't have time I did not have time to do one more thing I didn't have time people tell me all the time oh you should do this you know why don't you ever sell this or make this or that? I don't have time and I tell people that I don't have time I sew I wish I sewed more than what I do but I sew. So I can do alterations and make things and all that. And people are constantly saying, "Why don't you ever just, you know, make all, do alterations and get paid for it? Or why don't you, you know, make this 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 that or the other and get paid for it?" I don't have time. I don't have the time to be able to do it to that capacity and that frequency. The baking the cookies at Christmas time. Again, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me talk about when I go overboard in the holidays and make a ridiculous amount of cookies. I love cooking. I really do. And there was a time in the past when my kids were younger, I actually did used to sell baked goods because it was some good side hustle money. It was. I was a single mom. Hey, it was some good side hustle money and made a pretty decent amount doing it. But now I don't have time. I don't have time. Cakes, pies, cookies, I made them all. I don't have the time now. So when I do get an opportunity to do it, sometimes I go overboard. I do. And when I do get an opportunity to get in the kitchen, I'm sometimes amazed at some of the things that I can pull off. But I don't have time to do it to the frequency of selling it. Not now. Not now. I thought... That when my kids got older, I was going to have more time. That's what I thought. (laughs) That's what I thought. I don't have any grandbabies. But I still don't have time. I feel like I'm more busy now than I was even when my children were little. And I don't know how that happened. But here I am. I'm going to try as much as I possibly can in every single episode To be open and honest in sharing my journey and not just where I am today. Not just I'm here with this podcast and I'm telling you all these things. Like I have all the answers because I don't. I don't have all the answers. I have my experience. I have my own experiences. I have my own observations. I have my... My own journey that has taught me some things. And thankfully, I have some amazing guests who have been taught some things along the way. Some things that we share in common and some things that I have no real knowledge of. But I'm going to give you part of their journey so that it helps you. So that it helps you if you're going through it. Maybe it'll help you to not have to go through it. Maybe it'll help you to advance to a level that you're trying to get to. Or maybe it'll just help you get through today. Because sometimes we need help just getting through the day. You are not alone in that. You are not alone. You're not weak because you struggle. You're not weak because you struggle. Struggling means you are fighting. Struggling means you still are fighting. You're fighting to keep going. That's what struggling means because giving up means you've stopped fighting, right? Struggling means you're still fighting. Don't feel bad when you're struggling. Don't feel like you're failing when you're struggling. If you are put in the middle of the ocean and you're struggling to swim, you're you're still up there. You have not stopped moving your arms or your legs trying to stay above water. And struggling is tiring. Struggling is hard. Struggling is scary. Overwhelming. But you're still fighting. You're still fighting. And sometimes... If you keep hanging in there, you'll learn how to swim and you won't be struggling. It's not even always about somebody coming to rescue you. That's great if it happens, when it happens. But sometimes what really happens is we learn how to swim in the midst of us struggling. I was having a conversation with someone one time and I told them, it's funny how when you're, when you're learning how to fly, you feel like you're falling, but you're learning how to fly. Something has to let you go for you to do it yourself, for you to know you can do it yourself. You're not falling, you're learning how to fly. You're not drowning. You might be struggling, but you're learning how to swim. Keep fighting. The journey is not always going to be easy. And honestly, I feel like maybe I should have entitled this this episode something different. But we're going to leave it at sharing your journey. Okay? We're going to leave it at that. But at the end of the day, I want you to know that I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. I don't know about what anybody else is doing. I'm rooting for you. In the midst of me going through those papers today, I went through something that used to be my mom's. And my mom has passed on. And my mom struggled with a very long addiction throughout my entire childhood, really. But in the midst of going through some things today, I found something that I didn't even know that I had of hers and it was a two-year sobriety chip and I didn't even know that she had had two consecutive years of sobriety and it was just a reminder of people can't always identify when you're struggling People can't always identify when you're succeeding at what you've previously struggled at. Don't get lost in you're not getting notoriety for that. You know it. Remember that. Trust that. Know that I'm rooting for you. Keep struggling, keep fighting, keep pushing, keep moving forward. Sharing your journey and not just your outcomes. Understanding that where he, she, they, whoever is, is not necessarily where you're supposed to be yet. Keep going and I will see you next time on Teach One. Thank you for joining us on Teach One today, and I believe in you, and I know that you can have all that you want for yourself and your family. You can have it. Don't ever stop working for it. Working towards it. Be blessed and enjoy your family.